Welcome to the Healthy Leadership Mentor, a podcast hosted by Andrew Gray. Andrew has over 25 years experience as a business owner, not-for-profit leader, keynote speaker, mentor, and consultant. On the show, Andrew talks everything related to leadership, high-performance psychology, and inner life health for leaders in the world of business, sport, not-for-profit, politics, and media. With a tertiary background in sports psychology and a multi-decade career developing healthy, high-performance leaders, Andrew is ready to empower your path towards a healthy and fruitful life. Let's go to today's episode. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm Andrew Gray, your host, Healthy Leadership Mentor. We are right in the middle of a new season called If I Were, I Would. And I'm taking a look at what would I do if I held certain positions of influence. In our first episode last week, we looked at this idea of what would I do if I were the Prime Minister of Australia, or another title for that episode would be 10 Ways the Prime Minister is Failing Australia right now. So we took a look at those 10 items. And the five different positions of influence that we are looking at during this season are, number one, the Prime Minister. Number two, which is going to be today's episode, a famous athlete. Uh, Number three is a celebrity artist, uh, an actor or a singer, something along those lines. The fourth position of influence that we will look at would be the Minister for Education. And then lastly, number five will be the CEO of a large public company. And so let's just quickly touch on again, why am I doing this season? Well, pretty simply, uh, I'm doing this season because I believe there's a lot of people who will agree with the thoughts that I've got around these positions of influence and what we hope to see happen with people who hold these roles and perhaps some of the disappointments and and letdowns that we experience collectively when we see these people not fulfilling uh, even the minimum level of our expectations of what someone in that role should probably achieve. And I want to help give a collective microphone, as it were, to the voiceless, which is you guys watching and listening, that hopefully together we can provoke more and more conversation around this idea that if you hold one of these positions of influence, you should do a great job with it. You should have good ethics. You should have good intent and good motives. Everybody has got space and grace for a person who doesn't do brilliantly at the job, but is trying their best. However, when we get this sense that people are either not trying their best or perhaps putting themselves first in some of these roles, it doesn't sit well with the public. And so we need to talk about these things. We need to aerate these things. We need to bring some common sense if we can, and really, we need to profile responsibility and accountability. We cannot have things sliding downhill so fast that things become uh, at a level and a place that we just cannot tolerate and nobody talks about it. And so we've got to talk about it. We've got to speak up. We've got to have an opinion, and we've got to be unafraid of having an opinion and even the fact that people could disagree. I'm sure there'll be people who disagree with different points that I make during this season. I'm okay with that. The point is, we've got to talk about these things and we've got to expect better. And so that's the whole point of this season. Uh, If I did walk in the shoes of these people and have their role, how would I try to go about it? And really, that's what it's all about. So let's get into today's episode. Uh, We're talking about if I were a famous athlete, and we're talking about either domestically here in Australia, somebody who plays in the NRL or AFL or Perhaps some of the biggest sports overseas, basketball players and soccer players, as we say here in Australia and other parts of the world, they say football. But you get the point. If I were a famous athlete, I would. I've got seven items to quickly talk through in this episode of what I would endeavor to do if I were a famous athlete. And perhaps some of this is a reflection of 
Some of the things that I don't think we see enough of. We see it occasionally, we see it sporadically, but we certainly don't see enough of it. And it would be a great thing for all of our children and our young people especially, but also the paying public, the people who are actually funding all of these professional sports. It would be great if we could see more of these things going on. So let's get into it. Point number one, what would I do if I were a famous athlete? Number one, I would just accept that I am a role model on and off the field, whether I ask for it or not. I really believe that we have got to do better with education, training, prototyping, role modeling for our up and coming athletes, men and women, to help them understand that when you reach that public position and you get into semi-professional sport or certainly professional sport, you need to just accept, stomach, chew down, get at home with the fact that you now are a role model. We see too many examples of people saying, I don't want to be a role model. I never asked to be a role model. I just want to play my sport. Well, there's nothing wrong with that intent and that notion, but it's not in reality. The fact is that when you uh, take space uh, with great followings on social media, when your face and your name is on TV and in the papers and talked about in workplaces and schools and homes, whether you chose it or not, whether you like it or not, you are a role model. And that's not just on the field, that's off the field. I actually think it'd be a great thing for more athletes to accept that whether they asked for it or not, they are a role model and it would actually incentivize them to do better with their career also. If you live just according to what you want to do and your own preferences and your own ideas and you think it's okay just to forget everybody else who is watching you, supporting you, uh, sometimes idolizing you and certainly funding where your uh, incredible pay packet comes from, you have to accept that you are a role model for young people, and you need to live accordingly, whether you asked for that responsibility or not. Number two, if I were a famous athlete, I would stop complaining about how hard it is to live in the public spotlight. We accept and we understand from the public position that it must be high pressured. We accept that it must be challenging and difficult at times and complicated, especially for those who are genuine superstars of their sport. Those who struggle to go out in public without being noticed or photographed or, uh, you know, asked for signatures and all the rest of it and the stuff that goes on, we understand from a distance that that must create a certain kind of pressure. However, similar to point one, this is the life that these professional athletes pursued. Nobody made them choose this. Nobody forced them to go into it. And of course, I get the idea. We all get the idea that perhaps what they wanted was just to play their sport and enjoy that. We understand that. But I really think that that approach is really very naive, especially in today's world. You perhaps could have gotten away with that idea in the the 1980s or 1990s where sport was not as professional. There was not as much coverage. Social media was not around. People weren't watching your life day and night. But that is the world we've been living in for some time now. And so Any athletes that have reached professional status in the last decade, but probably more, but certainly the last decade, you're not really living in reality if you think that you can ascend to the heights of professional sport in your chosen field and not have the pressure of the public spotlight on you. It's really not reality. And if I were a famous athlete, I would stop complaining about how hard it is because the public doesn't really want to stomach that. And it's not really our burden to stomach how you feel about that. It would be better to keep that conversation in private if you feel you need to have it as a famous athlete and just get on with the fact that as a pro athlete, your life is in the public spotlight. 
learn to enjoy it, learn to understand that there are huge rewards and privileges that have come because of your hard work, because of your discipline, because of your training. But now you've got to take the good with the bad and that's just the way it is. So number three, what would I do if I were a famous athlete? Number three, recognize that being great at my sport does not automatically qualify me as an expert on other matters. You could put in brackets here for this one, a simple paraphrase, which goes like this, stop lecturing other people about how they should live. I am fascinated by today's world, probably the propagation of social media and people having incredibly large platforms, which I'm certainly not against, but people have built this correlation in their minds that just because they have a large following automatically means that they know an awful lot about an awful lot of subjects. We, the public, are not buying it. We don't need you to tell us how to live our lives. We don't need you to get on your high horse about your latest thing and lecture us. By all means, share what your passions are, share what you're interested in, share what your causes are. But to go so far as to get up on your high horse and lecture us how to live from your uh, ivory tower, as it were, it's not something that the public is ever, ever, ever going to tolerate. And so if I were an elite athlete, a famous athlete, I would recognize that being great at my sport does not automatically make me an expert or qualify me as an expert on other matters. We see so many athletes trying to have an opinion into the political space and and into the celebrity space and the artistic space and, and the economic space and all these things, and there is nothing wrong with having an opinion. I'm not suggesting that. What I am saying is that people have gone too far when they think that their success in sport and the following and the platform that they have qualifies them to be regarded an expert and to start talking down to the rest of us about the opinions they believe we should hold. Guess what, guys? We've got a brain. We've got thoughts too, and we don't need you to do that. We want you to be great at your sport so we can appreciate that and celebrate it together. Have causes, have missions, have things that you're passionate about, but please stop short of telling the rest of us how to live just because you've got fame on a sporting field. Number four, if I were a famous athlete, I would identify my own famous athlete role models and try to emulate them. Now, this probably does happen on the field and on the court and on the course where those who are up and coming have looked to their heroes and tried to uh, emulate their feats inside the sporting arena. But I'm referring more here to Maybe it would be great for our athletes on the rise to identify some other athletes who know how to carry themselves, not just on the field, but off the field as well. They know how to win and lose with grace and humility. They know how to treat the public. They know how to treat the press. And so we have seen examples, actually, where people who have risen right to the very top of their sport are still able to behave in a way that is kind to the public respectful to the media, uh, encouraging to young people who are looking up to them. And, you know, I could quote a few examples. The ones that come immediately to mind for me would be people like Roger Federer from tennis, uh, guys like Shaquille O'Neal from the NBA, people like uh, Lionel Messi from the world of soccer or football, depending where you come from, Cristiano Ronaldo. We do see in these kinds of people, certainly not a perfect life. We're not after that, but we do see an example of knowing how to win and lose and do it with sportsmanship. And we're talking about people here who are at the top of their field, the best of the best of all time in that conversation. It's so sad when we see professional athletes who 
although having reached the level of being professional and being very good, they are nowhere near in the conversation of people who are at the top of their sport and will go down in history in the conversation as one of the best, and yet they behave in a way that is so entitled, so ungrateful, and at times so downright uh, uh, unacceptable. And uh, I don't want to name names here, but you certainly could make a list. I could make my own list. We don't need more of that. We need more of athletes who know how to identify the behaviours and the character of other famous athletes who have been able to achieve on-field success and still be a normal person to some degree off the field where they treat people right, they carry themselves well, and really what I'm getting at here is they set an example to young people and children that just because you make it to the top in your sport does not afford you the license to become entitled and to treat people disrespectfully. That's what I would try to do. Number five, if I were a famous athlete, I would use my audience reach to promote the common good. Now, I sort of touched on this a few moments ago that I don't have any problem with athletes talking about their causes and their missions and projects that they're part of. Absolutely, they should do it. They've earned the right to have a greater following and a bigger audience, and they should have every right to talk about what they believe in, what they are pursuing, what it is that they think needs profile and all the rest of it. What we do want them to do, however, is we want them to stop short, as I said, of lecturing us and trying to superimpose on us what they believe. Share with us what you believe, tell us what you're passionate about, but definitely stop short of trying to put pressure on the rest of us that we must adopt what you are passionate about. So I am definitely into athletes using their audience reach to promote what they're passionate about. I would love to see more of promoting the common good. In other words, there are hundreds of causes and projects and missions and agendas that everybody in society can get behind that is not controversial, that is not fractured, does not cause fragmentation and friction in the community. I'd love to see more athletes getting behind those kinds of causes as well as their own personal ones that they're passionate about. Number six, if I were a famous athlete, I would ask my friends who knew me before the fame arrived to keep me grounded and normal. I would ask my friends, perhaps school friends, those who knew me before the fame arrived, I would ask them to put positive peer pressure on me to keep them normal and grounded. We see so often that people, once they hit this level of fame, they don't cope with the fame and it changes who they are as a person. One of the greatest things we get to see is when a person has achieved incredible heights in their sport or in their career, but they are able to maintain their friendships. I think of a guy like uh, Hugh Jackman, who it seems from the outside, despite his incredible status as an actor, has been able to maintain friendships with the same sorts of people that he grew up with in his local community and in his schooling days. It's such an encouraging thing that helps the rest of us to believe that just because you achieve success does not mean you have to isolate yourself into some weird bubble that everybody else is excluded from. If I were a famous athlete, I would try to get my friends who knew me way back when to keep me grounded and normal. Number seven, and our last point in this episode today, if I were a famous athlete, I would outsource my social media accounts to a trusted team member. If I were a famous athlete, I would have nothing to do with social media. There's not a lot to gain. There's a huge amount to risk. And as we've seen in many situations, it creates mental health challenges, it creates pressures, it creates threats, it creates all kinds of stuff that nobody 
not just professional athletes, but nobody needs the kind of nonsense that goes on too often. I would outsource my social media to a team member, have them to run the account, allow them to deal with the stuff so that I could focus on what my true responsibility was performing on the field and getting on with my career. And I would uh, allow myself in that way to detach from the addiction that can come from having more followers and more likes and more comments and the downside, as I just referred to. I would outsource the social media and have very, very little to do with it so that I could stay focused. Well, seven things that I would do if I were a famous athlete or at least seven things that I would try to do. If some of those things uh, resonate with you or stand out or perhaps you want to disagree with it, put it in the comments below whether you're listening or watching. I'm very happy for you to interact with that. I'd love you to interact with that. Next week, we're going to do another episode uh, in this season, and our subject will be if I were a celebrity artist, an actor or a singer, something like that, then I would. And I'll give you some thoughts around what I would do if I had that position of influence, and we can talk about that and interact with that. Lastly, before we close off on this episode for today, I'd love it if you could subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like hit the notification bell, and please do share with others to keep this conversation rolling. If you heard something that you liked that you want to share with a friend, please share it and pass it on. Also in the show notes down below, you'll see how you can subscribe to my newsletter where I share everyday life mentoring hacks to help you do better in your daily life. You can subscribe to that and you can check out information about my core business, APG Elite. Well, that's all we got time for today on this episode of our season, If I Were, I Would. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you'll join me again for the next episode. Until next time, bye for now. You have been listening to The Healthy Leadership Mentor with Andrew Gray. This episode was proudly sponsored by APG Elite, home of world-class mentoring, management and consulting. Find out how APG Elite can help transform your organization by visiting apgelite.com.au. Or if you would like to subscribe to Andrew's weekly newsletter, you can do that by visiting andrew-gray.ck.page. For all other links, including Instagram and TikTok, see the show notes. Until next episode, thanks for tuning in.